0: As long as I stayed drunk, I was to be the happiest guy around. I could smile and laugh with a false laugh and and a false smile because it was only alcohol. When I woke up that time still alone, nobody around, no more money, no more friends, no more drugs. That's when depression set in and the suicidal thoughts would come into my mind.
1: Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today, we'll hear more from Charlie Paul, a Maliseet from St. Mary's First Nation in New Brunswick, as he continues sharing the amazing story of what God has done for him. After learning more about
0: what I needed to learn, I learned that the only true way of life was through Jesus because everybody in this world has one thing in common and that's it, being a sinner, because we all have sinned. And Jesus, when he died on the cross, he said that it was finished, that it was over, it was done. All the sins were, were forgiven for those who wanted to be forgiven. And to live a new life as a Christian. I truly strongly believe that Jesus lives. He's real. He's the only thing that's real that I could understand these days. From going from hating all my life for what happened to loving Jesus today is a miracle. Because I truly believe. I blamed all the wrong people for the reasons of my own selfishness. I blamed God for being beaten and abused and God didn't even have no part of it. It was human. It was another human like me that did this. To be an Indian and to say that you're a Christian and that say you love the Lord is is something totally, totally different as as a former uh, a, a guy in jail to an alcoholic, to being abused, from living the life of danger and everything else that was in life that I lived, it saved a guy like me. I had to be forgiven for my sins and I had to learn to forgive myself before I could forgive others and the only way I could find love was I had to find Jesus for Jesus' love and I had to learn this on my own because I couldn't believe it was going on. I couldn't, I, for a year, I couldn't believe that this was happening to me. I didn't know how I got sober. I couldn't figure it out. I guess it was never meant to be for me to figure it out. But it was a mystery. It still is when I speak at places where I go and when I see people, I say, I don't know how I sobered up and I just have to. I just have to say to the Lord just come into my life one day and this is what came out of it. I was a person that was totally, totally destroyed, used, abused, rejected, torn apart, laughed at, humiliated and everything else that an Indian goes through. I seen the eyes, I seen discrimination, I seen the lies that had been said to me and the promises that were made that if I would learn the cadgism and do this stuff in my younger days, everything would be all right. But I could never, never do it. Because at them days, at the days of my younger days, going back again, education wasn't important to this teacher. It was learning a faith, not Christian. let do it that book, that cadgism book thing. And I and I dreaded that I could see that book. I still see it, and I could see the memories and the and every time the teacher come behind with a belt and hit me back the head or take my hands and beat me so bad I couldn't move. That's what I could remember about that book. So I just cried, and I got tired of crying. I got tired of being mean and miserable. I'd uh, I said to myself, I'd sooner go out in the world and try something, then sit here and let this woman beat me the rest of my life. So that's, that's how I learned that I had no trust. And I made a mistake. Maybe I should have stayed there and took the beatings because my life at that time was, as I know it, was gone. It went to a road of destruction, a path that I should have never took. But when you're afraid and scared and don't know what to do, you do what you need to do to survive. And I thought survival was being drunk and you could do anything you want. You could be the bravest guy in the world and the toughest and the smartest man in the world. As long as I thought I was drunk, then nobody would bother me. But I didn't learn this until I sobered up that The devil told me that as long as I kept drinking whiskey and stayed behind the bottle, that everything would be all right. told me that it didn't matter if I left my wife and threw out my children for alcohol. He said that didn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you stay drunk and you'll be happy. And I believe this. I believe that as long as I stay drunk, I was to be the happiest guy around. I could smile and laugh with a false laugh and, and a false smile because it was only alcohol. When I woke up that time still alone, nobody around, no more money, no more friends, no more drugs. This when depression set in, and the suicidal thoughts would come into my mind and say, this, see where you got yourself into?" Nobody don't care for you. The only reason they're here is that you buy alcohol and drugs and call themselves your friends. I tried suicide while I was in jail. I tried a few times, I guess, to try to end my life. But I couldn't even do that right. I couldn't find the right fear to kill myself. After I thought of my family and all the damage i already done, Killing myself would solve nothing but well I guess it would just ruin my family completely if I did do that. But I survived somehow I, I through all that, through everything that I went through, everything I survived. But it wasn't me. I couldn't do it. I had to depend on Jesus. And when Jesus came into my heart, everything was so easy. Everything that you can do, you can do it if you want to. So I had to start. I had to admit that I was a sinner. I had to admit that I did wrong. But still, being a native, an Indian, I, I I, struggled. I had to travel around for a long while to see if I was really, really alive, if I was really, really me. And I was. I buried my old self so far deep the guy that made me so miserable and ruined my life was destroyed by the act of God just by me saying that I'm a sinner and I need help and that I didn't want to be a drunk anymore I didn't want to do that, I didn't want to be a drug user anymore, I didn't want to hurt people anymore and God said alright this is what we'll do and he just says, take my hand and I will lead you out of this all. And he did. And never since the time I quit drink and then gave my heart to the Lord, a lot of things happened in my life. I got re-educated. I entered a community college in Fredericton here where I live and got up to grade 10, but I couldn't pass my GED. But that didn't really matter to me because all I wanted was a chance to be a child in school. And I finished finished what I started out to do there was to be happy and to laugh in school and I was allowed to. And that's all I really wanted. Getting a GED didn't really 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 matter to me. It was just given a chance. Somebody gave me a chance to be happy and I took it. After I did that I went to a native Bible College, and took Bible studies for two semesters. Not finished yet, but I'm going back sometime to finish. So I come home in 2006, and I, again, with the help of the Lord, I said, well, I can't be sitting around doing nothing. So I, at that time, anyway, I joined a Christian outreach team And as a native, I went around to uh, different churches, different communities, and spoke on the Lord on behalf of the natives, because nobody could believe that Indians could be Christians. But we went around, and I went around and spoke the word of the Lord, how He came into my life and how He saved me, and how He took me places that I'd never been before and nobody ever seen before, and met people that were just like me. And people waiting to hear me speak so they could bring out their stories about abuse. How they've been abused the same way as I. And all reserves and all Indians are the same. But they don't know that Jesus is the only way out. Because an Indian feels that if he can't see anything or hear it or touch it, it's not real. And I think that's why a lot of them don't believe that Jesus is around because they can't see him or they can't touch him or they don't want to know that that's the only answer in this world today is is going to the Lord. You might say you're happy. You might say you're doing good and all is well. But when the hardship comes through marriage or through your children, and you get discouraged, you see that there's nothing there but misery. And I see in the strongest men, the biggest men and women, when the lights are down and the darkness falls and you're all alone in your room, you get to your knees and you start crying. And and even anybody that's seen the Lord or seeing the light will say the hardest thing in life is being alone. But with Jesus, you're never alone. It's just that you need to find Him. You need to have the answer, and the answer is right in front of us.
1: My friend, the answer is Jesus Christ. We read in the Bible, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Jesus said to His followers, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Do you believe him? Charlie does, and so do I, because we know what God has done. He has given us new life. God tells us in his word, he who believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. He who doesn't believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given concerning His Son. The testimony is this, that God gave to us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. He who has the Son has the life. He who doesn't have God's Son doesn't have the life. My friend, if you want new life and peace with your Creator, you need to come to Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more Please visit our website, withoutreservation.com, and click on the tab, New Life. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. And you can also find us on Facebook at Without Reservation. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's more to Charlie's story, so we hope you'll join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.